My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 97. Today, we have Morgan Hare back. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. We talked about her journey over the next year. She's leaving the company, but she's going on a magical journey. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. I think you'll enjoy this podcast. We'd love it if you take a few seconds to hit subscribe, give us some feedback, and let's go. Just some old heads from outer space like we come from a whole other time and place, Mad Men. Mad, mad Men. Man, this may be the worst experience of my life. That took like almost an hour. This is the most flustering experience trying to get this set up. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because it's... Because we're live. Yeah, and you're here. Yeah, and, and we I'm made here. it. We made it. And I'm here, and I just got the notification live with Morgan Hare. We made it. We sure did. It's a very, very frustrating morning. <laughs> there's worse things. There's a lot worse things in life. That's true. That's very true. Well, let's name a couple. A lot worse things in life than this. Yeah. I mean, like dying. Yeah, that's a good one. Having no food. Yeah, or water. Or water. Or other beverages. Being a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah. Or a Longhorn fan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Both rough. Rangers Especially fan. This season. Yeah. There's a lot of things worse. Yeah. I don't know how to share this to my my an idiot. Possibly. Maybe. That's it, okay. It's quite possible. But it's okay. I'm everybody's favorite idiot here. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's favorite idiot. <laughs> and our guest today is bum, Melinda Harold. Melinda, how you doing? Melinda <laughs> Harold, um, I'm doing like a, like a, like a, like a nine. Today's a good day. It is a good day. It's a, it's kind of like leading up to a sad day, but it's a really good day. It's your second to last day at DesignWorks. Second to last day. I figured it out. You I'm did. not an idiot. Yeah, I'm glad you worked here for a year doing digital marketing. So <laughs> it's good that it's finally working. Uh, yep. Well, today we mix it up. We haven't had a guest on in a while. Um, we have Morgan Hare. She's been a social media manager. Yeah. At DesignWorks for a year. Yeah. And so we've gotten to work closely together for the last year. She was on an earlier episode, but we are, what are we talking about? Post-college. Post-college, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow is Morgan's last day at the company. Last day. She got fired three weeks ago. <laughs> She's riding it out. Yep. Tell everybody what you're doing. Why are you leaving DesignWorks? Yeah. And Wichita Falls. So actually, I didn't get fired. I know that's probably a big shock to everybody. Me, especially. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get fired. I made it a whole year. That's pretty crazy. Just More crazy. than a year, actually. Actually, no, like, no, yeah. Um, More than a year. Like a year, almost a year and a half. No, you started in October. September. Oh. Yeah. So a year and some months. Yeah, a year and some months. That's beside the point. I am leaving to work at a Young Life camp in New York. Southern New York, and I, uh, yeah, I leave in January to go work at the Young Life Camp for a year. Excited? Excited. I think I'm actually getting more excited. I was very nervous for a while, very scared, like very scared, um, but super excited. I'm getting, I'm getting super pumped. What are you gonna be doing there? So, a year long is like a, like an inside look to what property staff is on Young Life. Or in Young Life, um, there's um, a few different sides of staff when you decide to do Young Life full time. There's field staff, which is kind of what everybody knows is like you're a leader to kids and you hang out with high school kids. And it's like each city has it. So like Wichita Falls has Young Life and, you know, I was a leader for so many years and, and that sort of thing. And then there's um, this thing called property staff, which is you work at a camp year round. And a lot of people think that during the year, there's like not anybody on camp, but actually like every weekend there's people on camp for retreats and weekend camps and polar bear and senior junior weekend and like all this stuff. I think it's hard for us in Texas to wrap our mind around that though, because mm. there's not a camp quite yet ready for year round camping. And cool. so, yeah, um, being in an area like New York and the, in the, that area, there's just so much more opportunity for camps to be there on the weekends. And so I'll be there for a year, being a year long. And it's actually kind of crazy. I don't even know what my job is going to be yet. You know, we find out the day we get there. So I'm going to find out January 13th what my first rotation is going to be. And that could be 
doing maintenance. That could be doing kitchen staff. Like I could be a cook, which I hope for their sake. Yeah, seriously. I'm not a cook. Are you not a good cook? <laughs> no, I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> I um, caught the Archer's oven on fire the other day. Yeah, trying hopefully to, you don't get that job. Trying to make cookies. I mean, I caught it like literally flames. I was freaking out. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully for their sake, I'm not a cook because that would be so bad. I enjoy it though. I'm just not very good at it. Yeah. I think it's fun. Um, I could do um, retail, which is what I have the most experience in working at a Young Life camp. So I've worked at a Young Life camp over the summers before in retail. I was a retail intern, but technically snack bar, but it was under the retail side of things um, at Southwind, which was a Young Life camp in Florida. Cool. Um, I could do guest services, which is like, I think the best way to, for me to describe it is like a day of coordinator for a wedding. You just kind of like make sure everything goes as planned cool. for events and stuff like that. Um, I could do housekeeping and, and there's a bunch more intern opportunities offered in the summer when it is the busy season. So that's pretty cool. So I really have no idea what I'm going to be doing specifically. I just know that there's going to be five of us, three boys and two girls who are going to be there for the whole year working at a Young Life camp. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's super exciting. That's a big leap. It is a big leap. It's a whole year of your life. A whole year of my life. And it's, I think something that I maybe never thought I was going to, going to be doing. Yeah. Like I, I've always loved young life. Like since I was in high school, um, I've loved property since I went to my first young life camp. Like it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. For people who have no idea what young life is. Yeah, like sure. Briefly kind of give them an idea. Yeah. Um, so young life is a nonprofit. It's not related to a church. So a parachurch organization where, um, we just share the gospel with kids, not only kids that we do middle school, we do high school, we do college in some places, Capernaum, which is our friends with special needs and then young lives, which is for teen moms, which is really cool. Yeah. And so, um, basically as a leader, you're just walking along alongside these kids, like, you know, being something constant in their lives. Cause for so many kids, like there's not consistency with parents or adults in their life. So being a leader, I think that's the goal is just to be something consistent, being a friend. You know, we might not always share the gospel firsthand with these kids, but yeah. just being someone who loves them no matter what they do. And that's why I love Young Life. It's kind of like for the furthest kid out. Yeah. But it's for everybody. That's a cool way to say it. But yeah, it's definitely for maybe someone who's afraid to go into church on Wednesdays yep. or even on Sundays, you know, like they're afraid that what they did last night, they can't go in. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, I think for the furthest kid out, but I, I don't think that's necessarily true in all aspects. I mean, um, I knew Jesus all growing up, but when I started going to Young Life, like I was in a tough spot in high school and I just needed something fresh and wanted someone to love me. And, you know, yeah. I met my Young Life leader and we're still friends today, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. I'm super pumped. Yeah. So you grew up in it. Yeah. Now you get to Give, spend a year yeah. serving. Yeah. And you've been doing it here too. Yes. So I've, I've kind of seen like all aspects of young life actually, which is cool. You know, I was a young life kid. I never went to camp as a kid. That's one thing I never did that I kind of wish I did because young life camp is literally the most fun. Like um, my first year going to young life camp, I was a leader and that was so fun. But I can only imagine like what it would have been like to be, be a young life kid just going to camp. Um, so yeah, I was a young life kid. I came here. I was a volunteer leader. Um, and then about two years into college, when I decided to quit playing volleyball, I went on student staff and that was really cool. Cause it was like the field side of things that, you know, we talked about earlier. It was a different side of staff. Mm. Um, I went to summer staff, which is like solely volunteer during the summer for a month at a young life camp. And then I did an intern, which is like a small little spectrum of what I'll be doing for the year as a summer intern. That's exciting. Yeah. Pretty crazy. What would be your, like, what's your, like, dream job with this? Um, I think my dream job would be to do the video intern, okay. like, during the summer. You know, like, I love video. I love all that sort of stuff. But, you know, the video intern is a hard position. And I know that um, a lot of the times maybe they have a certain person in mind they want for that position already. Um, but that would be the dream. I would love to do guest services because it would be – just helping people, yeah. you know, I think I, that's something that I'd be good at a long time ago before I knew what I wanted to study or anything like that. I wanted to be like a wedding planner. 
And so I think that those traits of me wanting to be a wedding planner kind of carry over into why you I want to be a wedding planner. Yeah. For a long time. Do I you still maybe, but probably not after filming some weddings. Like, Oh man, have you ever planned a wedding? Um, I've helped plan my friends' weddings, but not like to the T planned a wedding. It's, it's gotta be top five worst jobs ever. Oh yeah. But I mean, like I loved it. I loved in high school. I worked not worst, hardest jobs. Yeah. 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 I worked at a, um, country club, not country club is a golf club, but we did weddings. And so I started, the reason why I started working there is because I was on event staff. And then I started being a day of coordinator, which is not anything near to what a planning, a planner does, but it's, you know, kind of there, you know, yeah, they yeah. just help everything the day of, but yeah, for a long time, I wanted to be a wedding planner. And I think that those same traits kind of carry over as to why I would enjoy guest services, but you know, who knows? I really am okay with anything. I think it'd be really cool to be on like landscape or maintenance. Cause like, I don't know anything about maintenance, yeah, or, yeah, like yeah. a power tool or like anything like that. So th that'd be pretty cool. Like yeah. I know it'd be tough cause I don't know anything, but name three power tools. I don't know. Um, a drill. Okay. Um, what's the, <laughs> when people in the city i doubt you are gonna be doing any jack hammering, <laughs> jack hammering. <laughs> yeah jack hammering watch out for this cord um that's out that's all i got yeah one more uh <laughs> did your voice just make a power noise <laughs> <laughs> like maybe one of those saws that are circles that goes and yeah. you go <laughs> a circular saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so if anybody from camp is watching this, I should be um, well, yeah. on maintenance yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I can't imagine them calling. She's like, Morgan, we need help fixing this door. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. I'm just really pumped for the radios because property staff, y'all get radios. And like, as interns, you get radios. And like, I was literally like, so pumped to have a radio as an intern because you say, you know, Morgan, copy Morgan. And I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> like so pumped that someone called my name over the radio. That's the best part. Seriously? That's the only reason you went back? No. You're going to do this? <laughs> yeah, the only reason. That's literally the only reason is, aye, aye, aye. is radios. You need to check your heart. I'm just kidding. I think you're off. I think it's, I think it's good though. I think it's, it's small things like that that I think are fun. Yeah. And getting to be a part of something bigger than you. Yeah, definitely. I think it's cool that you, you want to do something you don't know too. I think that's... Um, you'll learn a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, you know, this is going to be the furthest I've ever been away from home. It's going to like, you know, for the last five years, I've, I've lived only about two hours from where I grew up. So being a 24 hour drive from yeah, where yeah. I grew up is going to be kind of crazy. Um, and also I don't know anybody going a lot of the times that I've done summer staff or, like any sort of property i knew people or knew of people yeah. going and this time you know like i've only ever met people over facetime or like our zoom calls like there's never been any in-person introduction yeah so <clears throat> i don't know anybody going and that's definitely out of my comfort zone and you know like like i said the last five years i've lived in the same place with the same friendships the same people you know yep so it is is definitely going to be crazy but yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think I really am getting more and more excited. I don't know if you can tell like at work, but like for a couple of weeks, I was like, I don't know if I should go. <laughs> couple of weeks? Maybe like a month or two. Or two. There we go. For the last six months. <laughs> no, it's been good. Okay. So you're young and what? Two part question. Okay. Because I like, I like things that come in threes too. So. You're young. You're going to spend a year away. Mm -hmm. You're going to go basically disappear for a year mm -hmm. and serve people. Mm -hmm. um, what are the three things that make you most excited about the opportunity to go and just do something different for a year? Mm -hmm. And what are the three things that absolutely scare you? Yeah. For the next year. Okay. Um, I'm really excited to um, get to experience young life staff like at a greater level like okay. for a year longer than two and a half months which is like the longest i've ever been on camp and i think that that will be a really neat experience i think but in all aspects so like being with families on camp already like camp staff that's there for that long and seeing them through different seasons and um through winters through 
summer, spring, you know, like all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I mean, just seeing the way that I'm also looking forward to just like seeing summer. Like I love, there's nothing better than Young Life Camp in the summer. Mm. We just have so many kids coming every week and so many kids accepting Jesus every week. Like it's incredible. And you get to be a part of that. And going back into like the mission of property staff is just to like prepare a place for the gospel to be presented in an extraordinary fashion. Mm. You know, like it's incredible, the mission of Young Life Camping, because it's just like, it's completely behind the scenes. Cause like, I'm never talking to like a camper, you know, unless they come to the store and I'm working the store or something like that. But I'm never the one that's like ministering to these kids. It's the camp speaker, it's their leaders and getting to see those relationships. Like we see leaders bring their kids into the snack bar every week to get ice cream or the best part of the week are one-on-ones where leaders like literally take one kid at a time and you talk to them for like 30 or 45 minutes at the end of the week just to like see where they're at. Mm. And so like seeing those like all over camp is really incredible too. And so I think summer is what I'm looking forward to. And the last thing that I'm looking forward to is like, you know, this year's been a tough year for me. You know that. Like yeah. it's just been hard from graduating college to just like a deep downhill. Um, yeah, and yeah. trying to like fight my way back out of that. And so like seeing where I've come in this year and like growing and I'm excited to see like where I come next year being in a completely new place mm. and with completely new people and see like how I grow and also like my relationship with the Lord and see how like that flourishes because I know that this year is going to be tough because of what I'm doing, but like being able to really lean into him mm. this next year instead of like my, my go-to is like always people around me. Well, I don't have relationships with those people yet. You know, yeah, like yeah. I know that those will come, but it's not like, you or Katie or Bree or any of my people are going to be there yeah. to who I can talk to and stuff um, at first. And so I think like just having that time with him, with the Lord will be super sweet. Yeah. So those are three things I'm looking forward yeah, to. Those are great things. Thanks. I really thought about them. I'm just kidding. I haven't. Did you? Mm-mm. Did you prepare for this podcast? No, I didn't. Did you like think about it? I had no idea what you're going to ask me. I don't know what I'm going to ask you either. Okay, cool. I'm just riding it out. <laughs> um, the good thing is like I've talked about it so much through my fundraising is yeah. that I kind of like already know like what I want to say. But okay, the three things that scare me the most, I think like leaving comfortable. Mm. So like Wichita Falls is like so comfortable to me. It's just where my people are. It's where my church is. It's where my work is. You know, like it's just where everything is so comfortable and, and great. Like it's not bad at all. You know what I mean? Like it's incredible here. I love this place and I love this city. I feel like it's kind of shaped me to where I where I am today. Yeah. And so I think like leaving comfortable scares me. Not even that I'm like leaving home. It's just like leaving what's comfortable. For sure. Um and I'm like super scared to leave my community too. Like and by community I just mean like my people. Um I just love my friends so much and I have people wherever I am. Like I have people at home because I live with archers. I have people at work because I work with you guys. I go to an incredible church and those where all my friends go. Like quite literally all my friends go to church there. And so like, I think leaving my people is what scares me, but it's like a silly fear that everyone's going to forget about me. You know, like that's just one of those things. And so I think that's just what I'm scared of. Yeah. Leaving my people because I know you guys are all going to forget about me. I mean, what's the worst that happens though? You know what I'm saying? You forget about me? Yeah. But I mean, like, well, first of all, people don't <laughs> just forget about somebody. But even if you do come back and things are different or you're yeah. different, I mean. It'll be for the good, I think. Yeah. And if it's not for the good, it's pushing you in a direction to something that's good. Yeah. And, and 100%. So the fear is probably rational, <clears throat> but the outcome of the fear isn't at all. Yeah. Just because, I mean, if people forget about you in a year while you're doing this, I don't know if those are probably the people you wanted in your life in the long haul. No, that's true. You that's know, very true. They were just the people for a season. And it seems like you definitely have people probably in your life now that are there just for a season. Yeah. There's definitely people that aren't. Yeah. I think you're you're right about that. And I think my... my I know I'm right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Hopefully. I hope I'm right. <laughs> Never mind. People might forget about you. Never mind. <laughs> just throw all that out the window. <laughs> um, and I think my last thing is just like not being good at it. Um, mm. I feel like I'm such a perfectionist that I just want to be good at everything I do. And I think that's just like a part of my personality. 
Yeah. It's like, I want to be good at what I do here. I want to be good at what I do outside, like in my relationships. I want to be good at everything. Yeah. And I know that's not the reality of it because let's face it, if I get put in maintenance, I'm not going to be good at it. But I think that I need to, you know, knowing that like going forward, I don't need that to let that discourage me. Yeah. Because like in turn, I'm still serving the Lord and doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's just going to be hard for a little bit. But I think that that's what scares me too, though, because I want to be good. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to let that discourage me. If I wonder what being good means, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does it mean like that you're the best at like fixing things and maintenance, or is it just like being present and problem solving and yeah, making sure things get done? I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't think they're going to put you in a role that's like qualified. Like, they're probably not going to bring you out there and have you do surgeries on people. (laughs) Right. Let's hope not. But I think it being, I think there's something important that most people miss out in their life of never doing something that they're not good at. Cause you learn, you learn about what you aren't good at, but you also learn more about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Being like in a role, like when the Kaisers took us to Africa, yeah. I was in the um, pharmacy mm-hmm. and I was terrible at it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of the medicines. I, I really don't think that they could have replaced me with any other person <laughs> and it wouldn't have mattered. But it was humbling because it's like, I'm literally only here for one reason. That's for these people. And I don't have anything to bring to the table. Right. And in most areas of our life, we bring like a strength. Yeah. And so maybe being put into a role that wouldn't be ideal for you might yeah. long-term be great. Yeah. And maybe you'll be doing video. I think that's true. That'd be sick if I was doing video. Um, but no, I agree. Um, and I think too, a friend told me when Move I Move the first, mic a little closer. Sorry. Okay. Hello. Um, I think a friend, uh, not a think a friend, a friend told me a few months ago when I found out I got this, like I, I told him I was scared and he said, well, Morgan, if you weren't scared a little, would it be worth doing? Yeah. And I think that that's so true. Yeah. So. I think there's something about that. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be, we're supposed to live in fear. Yeah. But I think fear does remind us of what we shouldn't be afraid of. And we so, sh- shouldn't be afraid of and maybe push us towards something that yeah. might be a little. Uncomfortable is weird. Yeah. It's never fun. Mm-hmm. People lie when they say that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like being uncomfortable. Like, no, you it's don't. my favorite thing. I like being awkward. Yeah, I like being awkward. That's different, though. Yeah. But I think that it's, uh, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a definite challenge for you. Yeah. There's a, a lot of roadblocks this year that told you you shouldn't have done this. Yes. There's like, a ton. Okay, maybe we, we should wait for a different year. or mm-hmm. But you still did it. Yeah. Still did it. Still doing it. Yeah. That's the right thing. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I think even if, like, so I think like with also choosing to do a year long, a lot of people have like different reasons why they choose to do a year long. Mm-hmm. People may really be interested in property staff and that's, they know that that's what they want to do. And taking a year long is as any internship for any type of thing yeah. is kind of the next step into doing whatever that is. But I think a lot of people t- also do a year long just because maybe they have no idea what they for are sure. going to be doing. And I think for me, it wasn't necessarily I had no idea or that I want to do property. It's just like doors opened and it was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, like I may not know why, but this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Let's transition to design works. Okay. You've been here for a year. A year. What has, uh, you don't have to suck up anymore. Okay. (laughs) Cause you're leaving. But what would be. What, what have you learned over the last year? Like what has been some stuff that, yeah, you've just learned yeah. being here for a year? Well, I think that, well, clearly or obviously I've learned about digital marketing. You know, like, you know, I studied, I studied majority of this briefly in college. So like, you know, I went to Midwestern State and I loved it. I loved my education there. Um, but the degree that I got was mass communication. And so it's kind of like an overview yeah, yeah. in that realm where I feel like at, at more specific majors like um, PR and advertising, which was my minor, but like that's majors at some universities. You kind of learn a little bit more in depth that, mm. but I did take PR and advertising as my minor and was like a, sh- a class shy or two classes shy of being a broadcast minor. Um, and so I feel like I got a good overview of what this field was, but I, I really had no idea You know what I mean? Like I had no idea how to like actually go in on Facebook and like do all these things. And I mean, I knew how to create because just being a creative person, I think helped, but like, and I know it looks good, but it's just like, I didn't know what I was doing and 
we learned a lot, not we learned, like here I learned a lot about how each client has a different brand and you have to really feed into that brand and it can't all be the same and, you know, all that stuff. So I've definitely learned a lot in the digital side of things. But I think also like being an adult, like I really think like y'all for, I'm not trying to suck up, but like y'all have helped me like transition into this like adult life where like buying, like asking questions about cars and and houses and and stuff like that, even though like I don't have a house and I don't have a, like I I haven't bought a car in this time time frame, but like just like learning those things and like talking about credit and stuff like that. Like that's stuff that I didn't learn in college. Yeah, insurance. All the fun stuff. Yeah, and it's, and that I think is so pivotal that y'all have helped me like learn that because like, I mean like, Truth be told, I'm still such a baby compared to like everybody here, you know? Yeah. And so like learning these things from you guys has been super helpful because I ha- I hadn't learned that in the past. Yeah. And I think too, um, being self-sufficient is a big one. You're not going to be telling me what to do every, you know, few days. Um, and I really have to figure out what I'm doing every day and, and being able to do it on my own. And I think that that's what has been one of the biggest things that I've learned because in college, you know, we're given timelines and we're given assignments and we're given like, this has to be done this day. This has to be done this day. But, you know, when I first came, I had like, you know, training or whatever for like half a day with Kristen before she left. Like buckle in. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. And, And she just ran through every account. And I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, this is a real job. Yeah. It's not. It's not an assignment and it's not a project or a presentation. Yeah. You know, this is a real job. Yeah. And I think that was one of the hardest things also to adjust to yeah. was that I have to be self-sufficient. Yeah. I think that's one of the things you're really good at is like people, a lot of people don't realize that in the real world, there people don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you had a bad day, if things aren't, aren't good at home. Like people do care, but like you have to be able to manage and get your own stuff done. Yeah. Like there's only so much that, um, you can make excuses for and, yeah. and our clients don't care about excuses. Mm-mm. They don't care what happened in my life or in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not that they don't care, but like they need their stuff done. And I think you did a good job of just showing up and being self-sufficient because I, I just don't like to micromanage. I don't think it's helpful. Right. If I have to do that, I might as well just do it myself. And so I think you've always been good about like, trying to like set like, Hey, here's how I'm going to do this. Here's like communicate it well and then do it. So I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. You've grown a lot from October of last year, yeah. September, September, September of last year. Well, October, cause you were pretty weak the first few weeks, but no, it wasn't. Y'all yeah. were going to have to hire someone else. You thought you thought, yeah. And then you, uh, and, then we, this- and then we did a short term investment in someone that left early on us. Yep. <laughs> Bad investment on my part. <laughs> what, uh, What's something that you think for you that you brought to the table? Like what's something that like, cause I think that's something that you could be better at. It's like finding the confidence in things yeah. and seeing the good in you. Like what's something that you brought to the table <laughs> over the last year that you're proud of? Um, I think just my creativity. Um, I think that I had a, it was like a breath of maybe fresh air Yeah. and um, being my age and, and the time that I live in and grew up in, I think I already had like a backhand knowledge of, majority of social media and I think that that was super helpful that I brought to the table and I think too just like fresh ideas like you know this place has been around DesignWorks has been around for so many years how many 37 37 years I spent the 37th birthday and I just dabbed so you're welcome if you're watching dabbed (laughs) um I um for 37 years you know it started in in print and you know print is still around and there's still traditional media and that's great but really pulling y'all into the digital side, which I wasn't here, obviously, when you first started doing that. But I think that being able to really help turn those other pages, you know, like finishing those pages where they're really struggling to see why digital is important. Yep. Um, And I think I've learned a lot about why digital is important. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you're good at managing people. Oh, yeah, and I love doing intern stuff. Yeah, you're a great trainer. That's something that's, I I don't, I guess I would, didn't expect that from anybody. Yeah. We do a really good job of like taking time with people and explaining things. And you also did a really good job of setting a system up, yeah. putting a system in place. Thank you. That's something that I'm not good at. I, I know that about that. myself. I don't like systems. 
Um, I just want like to wake up and the spirit tell me what to do, which doesn't work. Which doesn't work when you. Super crash. I mean, when you're a man of the Lord, it just happens. (laughs) I think I think that's something that um, you're definitely gifted in, and I hope you don't lose that. And I hope you don't. That's my fear for you, is that that you lose some of that confidence when you get out to a new thing and you get punched in the mouth. Like you're good at managing people, you're good at managing projects and getting stuff done. And even though you do get overwhelmed. Like just knowing that it's a marathon. Yeah. Like oh, man. you're not going to win every day. That's the, I think that's something that a lot of people that are coming out of college are failing at is they just like, you're going to have to fail forward over and over and over again. Yeah. And sometimes what you think is a failure isn't, it's just, it's just a learning opportunity. And so just like moving forward, moving forward. And um, I just don't want to lose that confidence when you get out yeah. there. Like if you get out there and you do get a job and you're terrible at it, I just see it as this long-term thing. Like how can I get better tomorrow? How can I invest in training more people how to do this? Yeah. Because um, if you lose that, you just start to lose all sense of, like, if success is just determined by those few hours, yeah, then your worth true. is built in that. And that's scary. Yeah, that is really scary. Um, but I do, I I really do love working with the interns. I think it's probably one of my favorite parts about it. Um, you know, my mom always said that I would be a good teacher. And I think that I really liked having those qualities and, like, being able to do that here yep. in this setting because... <sighs> I mean, teaching would be cool, but this is stuff that I'm like actually interested in. And I actually really like. Yeah, yeah. And so being able to teach others about that has been really cool. Yeah. You're good at it. Thanks. Don't lose it. All right. Give me, give me some feedback. What's something that as somebody who's like managed you over the last year, what's something that I could be better at? Did I asked you this on the last podcast. Yeah, I you think did. I did. Let's do it again. Okay. Final one. Okay. No, like completely fair. Anything you say. Okay. Um, well, actually the last podcast I gave you that I think you needed to like step back some, and I feel like you have, Mm -hmm. which is like really cool. Um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You, I said that you're, I think you have a, maybe you don't like micromanaging, but you feel like you have to, you know? And so whenever I, I, you know, I said that last podcast and I really think that you have stepped back, especially with like stuff that I do and, and, and all that. So I think that's really cool. But I think like, you're going to have to keep doing that even after I leave. Yeah, yeah. Even though you probably don't want to. Yep. Um, but you'll have to do that. Yeah. And so I think that that's like maybe my feedback is like you just have to continue to do it. Yeah. yeah. You can't go back to micromanaging. Yeah. It's hard. Then that'll be like draining. Yeah. It's hard for me. And I've been trying to be diligent and thinking about it because I just naturally fall back into like, I'm going to just do all this myself or. Yeah. I don't know why I do it. I think a lot of it is probably a fear of letting people down mm-hmm. deeply because yeah. I just had an opportunity to take on um, a president of a board. Oh yeah. I was really excited about it. It's got like a lot of legacy in my family, super young, was super honored to even be asked to do it. And then just through like two weeks of praying about it, thinking about it, some situations going on just all around me. I was like, I'm going to not do it. Yeah. We might have another kid. I'm just, All I'm doing is adding to my plate. Yeah. I've got too much on here. So that was the hardest thing I've done in a long time. But I said no, and I knew it was going to disappoint people. Yeah. That's crazy you said no. I didn't know that. I just did it yesterday, yeah. Wow. It was hard. Even Katie was kind of surprised. But yeah, I think it's important. I think that just seeing the marathon and saying like, am I doing the things that I currently have on my plate really well? For sure. And the answer is no. And so it's like, I, I probably should be careful at what I say yes to. Because I also yeah. don't want to do another thing mediocre. Yeah. I do a lot of things mediocre. Yeah. I like I- to do more things excellent. And that's, I think, like, how I lived a lot of my life, like, especially my first half of college with trying to balance what I thought I was supposed to be doing, you Mm. know, with playing volleyball and what I knew that I was supposed to be doing with doing Young Life and other college things that I should have really invested more time in. And I really had to, like, dig deep and say, am I, is this volleyball environment really what's best for me? Yeah. You know, Um, I'm doing pretty good at both it's like i'm i have a good relationship with my youngest girls i'm getting playing time with volleyball but it's just mentally and physically and everything else exhausting yeah you know what i mean so it's like you just have to finally figure out what you're going to be doing and just do that yeah it's hard it's very hard for me i'm always like a go 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 i mean i'm literally at one point while working here was working three jobs yeah you know i'm still working two and a half if you count like videos and pictures and stuff but you know, like it's just, why was I doing that to myself? Yeah. And I think multitasking is definitely a myth. Mm. Like I just don't, I think a lot of people believe in it. And I just see a lot of people who do a lot of things, 
but very few of them very well. Yeah. And like people that are just like expert craftsmen or craftswomen, women. Or women. Um, I think that they're just, they invest the time in being really, really good at a few things. And for sure. It's hard. It's hard, especially when you add relationships in. It's hard to like manage good relationships and be, are you a people pleaser? Oh yeah. I'm a number two on the Enneagram. Okay. So straight up people pleaser. But here's the thing is like, if I'm giving, giving, giving and people don't give back is when I get frustrated. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Like if, if I'm really trying to like do stuff for friends and, and they don't show any effort or like gratitude, I'm like, okay, well that sucked. But yes, definitely people pleaser. Why do you think you feel that way? I don't know. I think that I want to feel like appreciated. Do you get your feelings hurt in that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Especially you're you're going to have to work on that. Oh, I know. Especially to, especially too like, um, with my friends that are going to be here and still living life and doing stuff together. I know the first couple of times I'm probably going to get my feelings hurt. Yeah. And it's just like FOMO, you know, like fear of missing out. Yeah. I, I want to be here with them, but like what I'm doing is going to be so great, but I know that I'll get my feelings hurt. Yeah. Like that's just the type of person I am. Yeah. Okay. This goes along with this as a question. I've been, Jared and I've talked about this for so many hours and I've been thinking about it in my own life. But so social media for me has two avenues as a human. There's an avenue which I create and push content out, which I don't really love to do that much besides podcasting, but it's fine. Like I just do it. If people respond to it, great. If they don't, I don't really care. Um, Some of it's even just like logging stuff so I can go back and look at Ellie or stuff like that or and Katie. (laughs) Um, But there's also like the receiving stuff, like they just naturally getting on, scrolling through, seeing people's stories, whatever. Um, is that, is that ever a problem for you? Like the, like, is that a source of frustration sometimes when you see stuff on Facebook or and like it draws feelings up like, oh, wow, well, I'm not invited to that. Or, oh yeah. Do you remember like a couple, um, over the summer yeah, and yeah. it was like a friend's birthday and yeah, I was yeah. like, why the heck was I not invited? Yeah. Like, it, oh, it really hurt my feelings. I mean, like it hurt my feelings so much to the point I was like, should I say something, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that hurts my feelings. What, okay, what social networks do you use? Um, Instagram, mostly Instagram and Facebook. Okay. I would say that Twitter is, like, very rare that I post on Twitter. It'll be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go on Twitter, and then yeah. I'll, like, think of maybe something to post. And then for, like, maybe a few hours, I, like, go back to Twitter and, like, do stuff. Twitter's very seldom. I do enjoy the good old TikTok. Yep. I love the videos. I've done a lot of podcasts on TikTok lately. Ugh. Oh, Here's the thing. I was really trying super hard to be TikTok famous for like a week. And then I was like, this is terrible. I'm so bored and I hate it. It's Is it not? I was trying to, I've was trying. i been trying to explain to Jared over and over again. It's such a different culture. Yes. It's not my culture. No. It, I, I get on there to laugh or yeah. to burn time. But it's it's just like a very different culture. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy that like... For instance, my niece is growing up in that yep. right now. Like she's 16, about to turn 17, and my, and my nephew too. You know, he's 14. And that's just crazy to me that that's what they're growing up in. Yeah, yeah. Like it's no longer meeting people face-to-face anymore. I know. Um, they, they have friends all over the world that they talk on FaceTime with, and they do this stuff because of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And that's crazy to me. Like that is literally so crazy. Um, and the culture is just like, so weird yeah you know like does it, it does it ever bother you like if you post something and it doesn't get a lot of likes no like are you checking it I, I mean i would say i'm checking it but it's not like i'm gonna go delete it which i have some friends who do that though they don't get enough likes on stuff like on instagram or something they'll go back and delete it yeah which is also weird to me i yeah. mean i don't know and you, you may want to consider okay this is my opinion okay maybe not the time to do this live but i'm gonna do it live okay you may want to consider what it could look like to pre-plan and be disciplined on social media being gone. Cause I think it, there's a lot of benefit in you putting content out. Yeah. I think people are going to want to know what's going on in your life. I think it can be a way for you also to be connected to what's going on in your friends' lives. Yeah. But I think that it also has a very big potential to be very dangerous for you. And like, if you, let's just say that you didn't get on social media for a full year there you wouldn't really miss out on as much because you don't really know. 
a long time ago, like you just kind of like, you probably knew your friends were having fun, but you didn't see every like, oh, I can't, I wish I would have been at that movie night or I wish I would have gone to that party. And I think that could be a danger for you of like watching, seeing it and just being like getting that homesick feeling yeah. all the time or like seeing stuff like, wait, are they friends now? Yeah. Wait, why are they friends now? Yeah. Wait, does that mean if, if this person's coming to this group, I'm out? Yeah. And you start to play this like thing that I don't think is healthy. And I heard uh, a comedian say it on a podcast the other day that he actually deletes social media throughout the week and only uses it on the weekend when he's traveling. But I think that's something that you're going to have to like try to figure out yeah, some I mean, kind of boundaries for yourself. Otherwise, I feel like it's going to just, if you're homesick, which you're going to be naturally to some degree, just missing your friends. Yeah. But I think that the longing to be a part of something else is taking your attention away from what you've been called to. Yeah. And that scares me for you. Not just for you. Yeah. I think I would be the same way. No, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that in a lot of different aspects, not only social media, but also more and more like thinking about like relationships, you know, with Mm -hmm. not my friends, like relationships with a boy or something like that. It's like, you know, I I thought you had news for a minute. No, I I don't have news. I'm, I'm still same old, same old, you know, but (laughs) what does that mean? You know what that means? What? Me just doing me. Yeah. Why do you, why are you doing that? Cuz you don't need a I'm an independent woman. Yeah. <laughs> you are the gift. There you go. <laughs> um, but I think like there's this anxiety that comes to women who are single and mm-hmm. maybe men too. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know how a guy thinks, but like post college you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, like I was supposed to meet the love of my life in college because that was the avenue that I was in and that was what was supposed to happen. And then like you see all the people around you, you see your friends meeting and getting married and, and doing all these things. And it's not like what's wrong with me. It's just like, how am I going to meet people? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that brings me to like dating this last year has definitely been interesting. You know that firsthand. Um, had a few relationships and it's, it's each of them have been very different and, um, each have taught me a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and what I'm looking for and taught me about myself. Yep. Um, but it's just like for so long, I was like, I'm going to date. It doesn't matter. Like I'm going to try this relationship before I leave, but like leaving that relationship here and trying to be there, it's like I'm half in the door. And my head is here, yeah, yeah. but I know it should be there. And so I think that it's been a blessing to that things ended yeah, with yeah. the past few because it's like, well, like that's probably a good thing that yeah, I'm yeah. not going to New York trying this relationship, yeah, trying to make it work from 24 hours away, yeah, yeah. you know, like trying to make this work where which I should be like fully focused on what I'm doing at camp and building relationships there. Yeah, yeah. You know, as, as an intern, we're not, we're not allowed to date. I don't know if it's, I know we're not allowed to date interns, but I don't know if that's in general, you know, I don't, I don't know the rules, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think like that's for a reason. Like we're supposed to be building relationships, friendships and with our other interns and with camp staff and with other people in the community, like at church and stuff like that. Um, and serving the Lord yeah, ultimately, yeah. not trying to find a wife or a husband at, yeah, yeah. at camp, you know? Yeah. I think that's, I don't know if it's like a change in culture. I got married like real young. Right. But I think that's like a, a big problem for a lot of people is I think that you're trying to do all these things. You know, now you're going to have a year long job. You know, you're also managing relationships back here. Yeah. And there's that, you have that pressure you feel. But it's just hard. Like, what are the what's the balance like? Yeah, I don't know. I just think that. Yeah, I think some people get married and they don't realize the weight of it, and then they keep doing all these other things. And they don't focus on that, and then obviously, eighty percent of marriages at this point yeah. don't make it. Yeah, and so I don't know. I just think that I hate that pressure that's put on you. And I mean, some of it's probably good feelings, like the longing to invest in somebody else and be with them yeah. forever. Like that's the right feeling. It's a feeling you're supposed to have. Like when and who and all that's it's hard because it's not really fully in your control. Right, it's definitely not. 
And man, do I feel bad for the guy, whoever I end up with, because they got a whole lot of people to go through to get approved. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. But if they're right, they'll work through it. You're not wrong. You got to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that was a hard journey. Yeah. I'm a little nervous for whoever Ellie dates at some point. Oh, yeah. So whoever, whoever dates Morgan Hare is going to go through the ringer with a handful of people. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. No, I, I'm super grateful. Like, I couldn't. I'm probably going to start crying. <laughs> but like, for real, like the people here, like the relationships I have with people, like is incredible. Mm. And I just like, yeah. That didn't go away either. I think you're going to have to fight that fear. And that's my fear for you with like social media is. Right. I see with a lot of people. I mean, I tell Kitty all the time, like social media has become somewhat detrimental for me. Yeah. I just see things that don't matter. It's a matter. black hole. Yeah. And, they, and I just read people's opinions on stuff and then I get frustrated. Yeah. And then I'm mad at myself for being frustrated. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, why do I care about their political stance or their thought mm -hmm. on this religious idea? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I've just like tried my best to stop consuming mm -hmm. as much of it. Like I'm, I'm not filling it with the best time. I'm just reading sports yeah. articles or something like that. But I don't know. I just think for you, like you're not going to be forgotten. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, you're not. You just won't be. Um. And I think you're you're doing what you have to do. And I think if you lived your whole life just to stay in a group of people mm -hmm. um, and you miss out on some opportunities, I think you'd regret that forever. Yeah, I think so too. I think too, for me, just being like, I think me and you have similar personalities. Yep. And um, like I overanalyze and like overthink and like make up these outcomes yep. of what is going to happen. And I think that that is also another black hole that I'm like, I really got to not fall into. Yeah. Because it's going to be different. I mean, mm -hmm. but it would have been different if you didn't go. Yeah. It would have, yeah. You know, maybe eight months, nine months from now, you'd be, you know, itching. To, I mean, you were you felt called to do this, felt like you're supposed to do it, and you did it. Mm -hmm. So the rest is just a byproduct. Yeah. It's going to be great. Maybe you don't come back to Wichita Falls. Maybe. You know, maybe you're back in two months because you got fired for bad being a bad at maintenance. Yeah, maybe. It's like, hey, <laughs> we don't need your your help anymore yeah you, you suck <laughs> yeah. but thanks for coming and then you come back here and you wouldn't have a job here either Oof. and then the archers are like oh you're back too quick yeah we already, already moved in, moved in. <laughs> so you're homeless you know and it's okay you'll be fine yeah you just gotta do you even trust the lord apparently <laughs> i think all your fears everything you've told me over the last few months i think are all fair yeah and i think you're gonna battle them oh yeah but I think that's been Katie and I's biggest prayer for you is that just you have people there that can feel the role of just like, not even like mentorship, but like just that you can be honest. Like, I'm just not real happy right now or I don't like this. Yeah. Because um, I think that you've been good at that. It's being able to say, not doing well, but also still doing your job. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get those mixed up where it's like, I'm not healthy, so I'm not going to remain in the situation and help make it better. I'm unhealthy, so I'm going to only take care of me. And then by by stepping back, you're getting out of the comfort zone or you're getting back into a comfort zone and then you don't grow. Yeah. So I think just like continuing that like perseverance, like this is worth it. I bring value and people will know, the people that need to notice that will notice that. Yeah. And if they don't, they're not the right people. Right. That's been a hard thing for, for me to learn the last few years. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, ah, can't invest in every relationship. Yeah, that's true. Not well. Yeah. So I always like wonder about those people that have 9,000 friends and they hang out with everybody. Yeah. Which is kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. <laughs> My friends are just like all over the place, like different in their, their lives, yeah. like where they are. A lot of my friends are like my age and married, which helps because we're also all friends. So we're all like running yeah, in yeah. the same circle. But you know, I do have a lot of friends who aren't in that circle. Um, and it's just all over the place. I yeah. think that's how I've always been though. Like even in, from a young age, like my friends have been all over the place. Actually in high school, I was very shy. I, yeah, I swear. No one believes me when I say that. Are you weird? Oh yeah. But I'm weird like, now. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah. I mean that in a good way. Like, But I would say like, I really came out of my shell my junior and senior year. Um, but like go, first off, I was you know, first part of high school, I was just shy. Yeah, yeah. I stayed within, you know, volleyball. I was a cheerleader, so I had a few cheerleading friends, but I never really like hung out with a lot of people. Um, also, 
I think too, the focus was trying to play volleyball in college. So I was just yeah. like so geared towards volleyball in the fall, volleyball in the spring and you know, all that stuff. But I started to come out of my shell and realize that I, I liked different groups of people, you know, like yeah. I didn't like being in one group of people. And that's when I got to college. I didn't like just being with the athletes. Like I have a lot of friends who are in fraternities and sororities, but I wasn't, um, you know, I had friends from mass communication, which is my degree, you yeah. know, like friends in different pockets. That's a gift. Um, Thank you. I really, I really, Not everybody has that. I really love that. I have friends in all areas. You're describing Jared's nightmare. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's not, he doesn't want to, he's not going to want to, he's an introvert. And I don't, I think I, as I'm getting older, I'm kind of that way. Yeah. You just know your people and you want to be with your people. I want to be with, I want to be with new people and all that, but I, you got like finding the balance of like, how much of myself can I give to everybody? Right. And sometimes you can give it to a stranger, but sometimes it's like, I got to just, yeah. I need to go home tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have the hardest thing to do. Our hardest time doing is being alone, mm. which I think too, I'm going to have a lot of that this year. And I'm hoping that that's something that I can grow to love because I hate being by myself. Mm. Um, I would much rather be with people until 10, 11 PM, go home and go to bed right away rather than, you know, be with them for maybe a little bit or like even like being with people at work all day and then going home at five and, and not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't. It's like my dream. To not do anything after work. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it was. I think, I think that's something I would say that I'm looking forward to because I know that that is, is going to happen. Yeah. You know, like there's only one other girl that's going and Maybe sometimes we're going to be working different yeah. days and different shifts because we won't be in the same job. I don't think at least. I have no idea how it's going to play out. But I wouldn't think at least while we're there, like non-summer, when it's just the five of us, I wouldn't think that we'd be in the same job. So with that, like there could be days where I come home to work and it's just me and the guys, you know, in the intern house. Or it could be nobody. I could be the only one that's yeah. off that afternoon. So I know that that is going to look different. I don't exactly, like I said, we don't know anything with our jobs and stuff, but I know that that will be interesting because I know that I'm going to, I'm going to have to be by myself sometimes. Yeah. That's good for you. It is. Yeah. That'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is that like I lived by myself for a whole year, like in a one bedroom apartment and I loved it. But here's the thing. I was never home. <laughs> Yeah. I was never home. Yeah. I mean, I would literally, that's where I slept and that was about it, you know? Yeah. But I mean, um, that's the season of life you're in. Yeah. Like you, you have the ability and the time and the energy to be able to do that right now. 10 years from now, you may not. Yeah. And so I don't know if there's a right or wrong. Maybe there is. But I think that, I don't know. It's just the season of life you're in. Like Katie and I used to always be gone. Mm. We had stuff six, seven nights a week. And then you have a kid and it's like, oh, new season. Let's change this up a little bit. Let's go home and hang out. Yeah. Because you only get a few hours with Ellie before she goes to sleep. So it's like, oh, we got we to gotta be diligent with our time. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a good a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that was really cool, and if you're listening and you have friends, business, if you're a business owner, manage people, whatever, we did something yesterday with you. It's like one of my favorite things on earth to do. No, that was hard. And I think everybody should do this with people, and you have to do it in the right setting or it's a little weird. It's honestly, it's probably a little weird either way, but, uh, we do this thing called like giving each other, basically just like telling each other what we see in each other, um, giving each other gifts. Yeah. And so everyone in our digital department just went around the table and told Morgan what they saw in her. And it was really cool. It was really cool. It was like, I cried so much. (laughs) I cried so much yesterday. (laughs) Um, it wasn't even my last day, but it was, it was, it was really cool because I think too, like. I don't know, hearing, you know, Mariah and Jared, you know, what they had to say, yeah, which is really neat. Because, like, I mean, I've spent a lot of time with you and Katie outside of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is different from Mariah and Jared. And so that was really cool. Yeah. It. I mean, like, I was really, I was crying. Yeah. It's good for everybody in the room. I mean, you, you just, we don't do a good job of telling people, like, what we see in them. Yeah. Like there's a lot of friends and people in our lives that like we come in contact with and we see something that they've done that's good. And it also like helps, especially when you work with people, you get frustrated with them. 
Yeah. Like like just mannerisms or things they do. And so sometimes when you speak those things into existence, like these are the things that I see in you, it reminds you like, oh, like I do love this person. Yeah. You know, and so I thought it was cool. Like it was cool. I wrote all the words down for you. Oh, you did? The people said. I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I think just like hearing those things and then like keeping those, those words close to you. Cause those are the things that people said to you, not because they had to. Yeah. Like they could have picked any word for you, but like, it's cool to hear different people's perspective. Like Jared to say, like, to see like your quirky personality yeah. and be someone who's not completely that way, but to see the value in it. Like, Oh, this has been great for me. You brought life to us. Like, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Like compassionate, yeah. loving Jesus. Like the things that people like looked you in the eyes and they knew about you. Or things that you're not going to believe about yourself over the next year. Are you going to cry? Yeah. <laughs> if anyone from DesignWorks is listening, if you want to bring a tissue in here, <laughs> we're going to be grateful. I'll be great. But don't don't lose uh, don't lose sight of those things. Yeah. Because I think those are that's been something I've probably the last ten years learned maybe the most is like we believe about ourselves something every day. And when things get hard and difficult, we start to believe the lies. We start to believe like, I'm not as good as I thought I was. You know, maybe I'm not a good friend. I'm not valuable. I'm, people are going to forget about me. Like all these things, you're going to believe something every day, but to also take the time to remember like that other people also saw these things in you. So they're there. Yeah. It's which one are you going to operate in today? Yeah. And I, I think that's why my hope for you this year is that you don't forget those things that people hear. And if you get up there and people don't like you, like learning what that looks like. Cause I think that's another real reality is that like not all personalities mesh, Yeah. but every person brings value. Yeah. And so like taking, not only like believing those things about yourself this year, but also like finding ways to tell those people you yeah. come in contact with like, Hey, you're really, really special at this. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Like that's cool. Cause you don't get to hear that a lot. Yeah. It's easy to go full year. And I felt convicted doing it yesterday. I was like, we got to do this more. Yeah. It's awkward. It's awkward, but it's nice. It it was, I think a lot of the times, like I struggled this year specifically working, like am I even good at what I'm mm. doing? And so like hearing people say like you are good. Yeah. um, Is awesome. Yeah. And that's something you're good at too, is like with taking the time to like say those things that you see in someone, also being able to receive feedback, like, hey, you aren't good at these things. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Like I, I know that about myself and I've really tried to open doors. If I wouldn't have had the men in my life that I have over the last 10 years, I'd probably be in more of a nightmare than I am. Like people like being able to say like, hey, like, I don't think that was, I don't think you're very good at this. Yeah. And it's real hard work with my wife yeah. who knows me deeply and is like, hey, you suck at these three things. <laughs> and two of them I might agree with and the third one I don't. I'm like, well, why does she think that? Yeah. So I think you're going to be a world changer. Thanks. I really appreciate that. And I definitely don't want you to be defined even by this next year. Like this is a chapter for you, but like, it's not like, I think you would have done these things no matter what. Yeah. I don't think you can stop it. Yeah. I think with someone with your passion and drive, I think you're going to do great things, whether it's through Young Life or through another company. Or Design Works. I mean, that, listen, that ship has sailed. <laughs> the day you walked in and said, I'm doing this, blindsided me. See you. I had no idea. He just walked in blindsided me and then left. Um, I think that that is like slightly. That's pretty untrue. Untrue. <laughs> I will say if anyone's listening that owns a business or if you are an employee, maybe I thought you handled it great. You were honest with me throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you do have to fire people or move on when you know that's coming. Yeah. So it's not like I would hang on to just anybody who's toying with other opportunities, yeah. but you gave us a, you gave me like, six to eight months of time and uh, i think being able to be honest with your employer and your employee like have a good is a lot better otherwise someone starts looking for a job and it's hard too because like sometimes when you're looking for another job you don't want to tell your boss because then you're gonna get fired yeah for sure but i think uh like being able to have a relationship like that are important yeah i agree and trust on both sides like i trusted that you were being honest mm -hmm. and you trusted me that when you walked in i wasn't gonna say you're fired yeah i think that's something that i really appreciated I appreciate from you as a boss is that uh, of the relationship that we have like in general, like you're like my older brother, you know, I'll always say that. Cause like, I mean, there's times where I was literally crying on yours and Katie's couch Yep. 
And then you got to baptize me, which is really cool. The best. Yeah, which is really cool. But then also like just having you, even though you're my boss, like take an hour, sometimes longer out of your week every now and then to like check in on me when you know that I was not doing good. Yeah. Which is like something that I'll be grateful for always. And I know that's going to be hard yeah. going forward because I know that that's not going to be the relationship that I have with every one of my employers. But like, you know, the ultimate thing, which is crazy. And the reason why it is like that is because like we both know the Lord and following and what Jesus would do. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I love the environment about the digital team at DesignWorks mm. and DesignWorks in general. It's all about being a team and every single one of us back there, like being able to talk about Jesus and hard things is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's been, it's been a challenge, like creating that culture of, because it's, it's easy to like seg separate things. And I think some people have to do that. Yeah. Like in the military. Yeah. They can't just like boss and employee can't just like be hanging out outside of work. Like those students and instructors, like it's very difficult. Right. Um, and it's hard for here. Like I, we get to have good conversations inside of work, outside of work, um, which makes it harder on me to have hard conversations about work. Right. Cause like, well, I know where she's at right now, or I know these things. It's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. And that's been my feedback from people is like, I got to be harder. And that's hard for me. Cause yeah. once you start to have those relationships, you, it makes it harder. Like let's just say over the last year, things would have gone off the rails and I needed to fire you. Yeah. It'd have been harder for me. Yeah. Because it's like, man, I should have just kept this like work specific and pulled back on the relationship side. Yeah. But, but I, think, I think it's worth it. I also do too, because even if you did have to do that because of our relationship, yeah, I'd be like, well, I got to get a new job. But I knew that we would still yeah, yeah. have the same. Not everybody has that mentality. Uh, yeah, that's You know, true. it's hard. I mean, business is never easy and it can't get, and that's something, if you ever own a business, like you can't, um, sometimes you can sink a whole ship trying to just keep one person around yeah that does, that's taking advantage of the system or or whatever and so that's something i'm learning is like okay yeah it's it's valuable and it's worth the journey and um you bring value way outside of anything we can do here thanks so i'm proud of you i could not be more proud of you you're gonna be amazing at whatever you do i'm excited to like to be a part of the journey of the next year yeah a couple of quick announcements before we go okay um the first thing is if you are listening live on facebook if you're going to listen to the podcast, you're probably going to miss this later, but um, you can go eat a rapid-fired pizza today. Yeah, rapid-fired pizza today until close. In Wichita Falls. In Wichita Falls, Texas only. Um, all over my Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, We'll post Snapchat. it in the comments here too. Um, there's a flyer that you get to show um, or you have to show to like when you check out for me to get 15%. But if you go to rapid-fire and show this flyer, I'll get 15% of your entire purchase all day. So if you haven't eaten lunch yet or dinner, I'm probably going to have rapid fire for lunch and dinner Yep. because, you know, guess what? I still have to eat and I get 15% yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Also important to know is that this money goes towards funding the year. Yes. So it's it, not like you're, this is like your shopping money. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, as a year long too, I don't, I mean, I think we talked about this, but as a year long, um, we have the privilege of fundraising a, a portion of our funds for the year, which is like what we get paid, uh, my benefits, my insurance, and just keeping the intern program around. Um, this is what the money is going towards. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, for, I've been doing a bunch of different fundraisers, but rapid fire is today. Yeah. Yeah. We post that uh, flyer right now in the comments. Yeah. You still work for me, so I can tell you what to do. You're right. For a day. Do you have a full day tomorrow? I have a full day, yeah. Okay. Just checking. Um, the second thing that is super exciting is that Morgan is joining the Design Works Group podcast family. Yeah, I am. And, and she is starting um, Bush League. Um, Sorry. Then I work on computer. She is starting her own uh, podcast called Morgan's Minutes. I am. And it will be on, it should be on iTunes. Soon. Any second. It's Hopefully. been submitted for about five or six days. We're waiting. Uh, but it's on everywhere else, so we'll post about that as soon as it's live. But she's going to do weekly Oh, weekly updates. updates, yeah. It's very exciting. So Morgan's Minutes, we'll post about it when it's officially live. Um, but that's another way that if you are interested in what's going on in her life in March, April, May, throughout the next year, then you can um, keep up live. Yeah, and the It's pilot, a pretty short podcast. The pilot episode's already out. I can't add this, so I am clearly Bush League. You can't add it? 
Oh, I don't know why. It's not letting me. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll I'll post it as soon as this is over. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out. But yeah, it is on Spotify, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People can listen there, mm-hmm. and then it'll be on Apple mm-hmm. soon. Soon. Podcast Morgan's Minutes. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. You got a word of wisdom for the people? Word of wisdom for the people. I think um, the wisdom for people, but also for me, is just being present in what Mm. you're doing. So like right now, you know, tomorrow's my last day at work and I still have like a little, maybe like a month-ish left before I leave. And it's my goal for that month is to be present. And so like just being present with what you're doing, like with the people surrounding yourself with the people that you want to be surrounded by and being present with them and not always thinking about what's next. Like, I don't want to spend this next month thinking about, oh, I'm leaving soon. Yeah, I want to just be present with my friends and enjoy life right now. And so I think that's my wisdom for everybody is just to be present wherever you are, whatever you may be doing, just yeah. being present in that yep. and enjoying it. It's good. That's it. My word of wisdom today is for you specifically. Okay. If other people can benefit from it, great. But you are somebody who has a lot of good people in your life. Just a lot of people in your life. And I think knowing the people that you can trust, like deeply, not just you love them, but like that they know you, they love you. Um, because wounds from a friend can be trusted, not from anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think just finding that balance of what people say about you and what you believe is what I want you just to like focus on this year. It's like don't buy into a lot of these lies or you know, if you are spending more alone time, like don't start to be like, oh man, I, oh, hopefully a guy will come around or like, I don't know. I just want you to believe those things that like the people at the table had said about you. Um, and if you get good feedback from people that you really trust, but if you don't um, or if people are saying things that are steering you in a direction, just like just spend time praying like, okay, is this true? And do I need to follow this? Mm-hmm. Don't let social media dictate like they've forgotten about me. Yeah. Or you send that text to somebody and they don't reply for a few days. Like try your best to fight that. Uh-oh. Like it's okay. Like have the conversation we need to, but believe those things. You are a strong and powerful woman. Thanks. Not because of any guy, not because of any job or even being accepted into this intern program. Like you, that's just who you are, period. And so believe that. You're funny. You're awkward. You're quirky, you're compassionate, you're joyous, and you you definitely can change the landscape of a company. And I think this this group of people is lucky to have you there. Thanks. I really so, appreciate that. Don't lose it. Okay. We're going to pour. Oh, grrr. That was a little better. <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's we did good. it. We did it. We made it for an hour and almost 10 minutes. That's incredible. Longest podcast ever. No. We did two hours with Braden. Oh, that was way too long. But appreciate you. Thanks. We're out. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin, scratching a lucky strike ad madmen. My rapping is sort of old fashioned, window shopping, hip hop and mannequin. Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs, elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn, copping a new John, mocking your crew song. I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on. We bad men.